This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It's always game day in Cleveland, and it is game week. Finally, the Browns get a chance to start the season, and they'll do it against an old face. Is it that old? Well, maybe not. It's a face that we know very well over the last couple seasons. His name is Baker Mayfield, and he will lead the Carolina Panthers against the Browns that game in Carolina. So we'll talk a little bit about that on the show. All kinds of little things going on on Labor Day uh, as the the players and coaches were speaking as well. You are listening to It's Always Game Day in Cleveland, brought to you locally by Smiley One Heating, Cooling, and Plumbing, Bryant One, and Smiley One. The right choice for your comfort. It's Always Game Day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder, and I'm Andy Baskin. Daryl, so a lot of stuff going on in Berea. It never stops, no matter if there's a holiday or not. So Let's pick things up where the Browns left off over the weekend, and they picked up two new guys, uh, both from Pittsburgh. What's the thought process there, and uh, what's the theory, I guess, on uh, going to Mr. Haig and Mr. James? Yeah, I mean, I think really what it comes down to is a, a numbers and depth game, Andy. Um, they wanted some more insurance at offensive tackle, so they bring in Joe Haig. And then they only had two tight ends on the active roster. Uh, and so they add Jesse James, who uh, has some experience behind him. Haig is in his, this will be his seventh uh, season. He spent time with the Colts, the Buccaneers, and Steelers. James going into year eight. Um, he's got over 100 games under his belt. Uh, 80, uh, 63 starts, I should say, as a member of the Steelers, Lions, and Bears. Um, his numbers don't necessarily jump off the, the page at you, 152 catches, uh, 15, 22 yards and a dozen touchdowns. But again, um, just more depth, uh, on the roster, uh, for the Browns. And then of course, to make room, they, uh, uh, waived Drew Forbes and, um, uh, linebacker Jordan 
Kunanzik, I think is how you say that. <laughs> I think you're right. I've looked at it a hundred times and I think you're right. So, hey, I was just happy to say, hey, right. So let's be honest. <laughs> when you're looking at the Browns roster right now, it does. It's interesting because Haig's listed as a left tackle. And so that uh, my question for you is if Ethan Posa gets hurt, who's the backup center? Yeah, um, uh, that's a uh, good question. A pretty good question. I think it's going to be Michael Dunn. Uh, okay. I, think, I think Dunn is their interior uh, offensive lineman to, to move around. The thing with Haig, uh, Kevin Stefanski did say today, he can play both tackle spots. So he's a bit of a swing tackle in their estimation. The Jesse James signing, I think, is interesting, especially – well, I think the fact that they're both from Pittsburgh is interesting. Let's just <laughs> – let's not kid ourselves on that. These guys have Steelers background, and I wonder what plays into it, and uh, I wonder if that's an extra kick when you want to pick up a guy. Yeah, and you know, you know, James is going to be asked to do uh, a couple of things because he's the number three tight end on this roster. So he's going to have to block. He's also going to have to catch. And Kevin Stefanski thinks that uh, that's not going to be an issue for him. I think with his role, he's got to be able to do both. You know, because you're you're really uh, a backup uh, to Dave and Harrison. Obviously, there's some, some moments he, all three of them could be out there together potentially. So. Uh, really depends on on what is needed for that game. Ooh, Kevin Stefanski hinting at that thirteen personnel that everybody <laughs> has come to loathe. It seems. I'm sure he was begging for. I mean, you asked him what last week about not having a fullback and only having two tight ends. So I'm sure he's like, "Oh, you guys got to get me another tight end. I need one now." Yeah, blame me. Like, like I have it's your any fault. influence over any of that. I just think what we've seen over Kevin Stefanski over the last two years just proved that he wants another tight end in there. And he got what he got his way. Like, I, you know, when I was going back and forth and we were talking about the 53 man roster, you're like, if you're in a room, how many battles did Kevin Stefanski win after right. the, you know, the starters are the starters, but everything else after that, doesn't that come down to general manager, scouts, and head coach, right? Well, and the other thing that kind of factors into this is Jack Conklin's status right now. As of right. today, Kevin Stefanski said he has a chance to play Sunday, but it's about being able to stack practices together for Conklin, which has been a little bit of an issue. And when I say a little bit of an issue, that's not meant as a criticism. I mean, he's coming back from a, 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 a patellar tendon tear, which is a pretty significant injury that he had surgery to repair. Um, so it's understandable if he's not ready to go for week one. So I did ask Stefanski today if Haig is basically insurance, should Conklin not be able to be ready for week one? Not in those words, I just tell you tackle depth is, is really important in this league. I felt like he was somebody that was available that was uh, really a good player. And it comes down to the D word, just like we had mentioned earlier, Andy. It's, it's all about depth and adding quality depth to the roster. So they're comfortable if Haig has to you know go in there. Um they're comfortable putting him on the field. This is a guy uh, that has 40 starts under his belt. So uh, and he I think he's played close to 80, 81 games something like that in his career. So he has starting experience. Maybe not every day starting experience, but similar to Chris Hubbard, right? Who has basically been their swing tackle the last couple of years. They're comfortable putting him on the field uh, should they need to. And let's not forget Jed Will's injury history as well. Um, he, early in his career, unfortunately, he's been a player that's been kind of banged up quite a bit. So 
they add some depth. So it comes down to the D word for the Browns with these additions. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. So, Daryl, if you look at it, though, if Jack can't play, if Jack Conklin can't play, it's got to be Chris Hubbard and then probably James Hudson coming over to the other side and playing right tackle. Or maybe they, or maybe they do have uh, Haig up inactive. Um, I, I think this will be uh, a, a week in which that they will position themselves to be able to make that determination on Sunday when they come out with those inactives ninety minutes before kickoff. All right, I do want to talk about Baker Baker Mayfield, and we're going to get to that here in a minute. I just want to ask you some other housekeeping questions. Uh, Miles Garrett excused what do you think is going on there and, and he'll be back uh he in okay. fact he was expected to return monday uh afternoon slash evening so he's back um uh, don't know the specifics uh anytime it's a personal thing i try and stay out of that because uh, i just sure. i don't think it's you know for daryl good for you good for you because there are plenty of reporters that won't that yeah want to get involved um, in that. i mean he he did miss a couple of days during training camp because he was visiting an, an ill family member. I don't know if it's related. I certainly am not going to speculate against that or about that, I should say, but um, it's excused for personal reasons. And, that, and that's all that matters. The, he's in good standing with the team. I don't think that there's anything to worry about as far as availability uh, for Sunday. He's going to be on the field. So it's that's one of those things that I'm just kind of leaving be uh, and taking Kevin Stefanski at his word that uh, Garrett will be back on the field on Wednesday. Perry and Winfrey a little bit under the weather. Is that what the scoop is on that? Yeah, uh, yeah, but he was back today. Everybody on the okay. active uh, 53-man roster, with the exception of Miles Garrett, was on the field. The new guys were here and practicing. So um, going into this week, they're, knock on wood, they're in really, really good shape, Andy, because how many years have they gone into week one where they've had three and four starters not able to practice on the bikes during practice leading up to game one of the regular season this year? Uh, again, knock on wood, they are relatively healthy and everybody uh, was able to participate in practice on Monday. Again, with the exception of Miles Garrett, who was excused. All right, last thought here. Uh, Josh Rosen and Isaac Rochelle back with the practice, practice squad. The Josh Rosen story was interesting last week because, like, this team's sitting on five quarterbacks, but it does make sense. Well, technically, they're sitting on four because one's not on the roster right now. He's on reserve suspended, so he basically is persona non grata until October 10th when he's allowed to come back into the building and uh, you know do some things behind the scenes, be in team meetings and stuff like that. He can't practice with the team until the middle of November. And then obviously November 28th is when he is eligible for his reinstatement, provided he meets all the conditions that the league set forth uh, for that to go ahead and occur. So um, yeah, it, it is interesting that they brought jo Josh Rosen back, but Kevin Stefanski, made it pretty clear they were going to have a practice squad quarterback. I don't know that they need four quarterbacks available to them, but I also say that understanding that 
this is a franchise that goes through quarterbacks like water. So maybe it's just a position in which they are trying to insulate themselves for any and all inevitabilities. Do you think that, that Rosen impressed a couple people here to come back or that they were just, you know, doing him a big favor by bringing him back and putting him on a roster? I think Andrew Barry really likes him. That's how, that's, I think what I'll say about that. Okay. Well, that's fair. All right. So speaking of quarterbacks, I can't wait to get to this next part of the podcast because um, it, it's going to be interesting, especially with Baker Mayfield this week. We know what he said or didn't say last week. So we're going to get into that. We're going to talk about the familiarity with Baker Mayfield. I, I find it interesting that when he first got traded, there was thoughts of one way, I think another. I'll explain that when we come back here in a moment. It's always game day in Cleveland. If you like what you're listening to, subscribe to the podcast. We're talking Baker Mayfield next. 